0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in Mark chapter 13. We're at the end of it right now, and I'm going to do a bit of a recap with what's going on here. This is what is often referred to as Jesus's Olivet Discourse, okay? Which means he was talking on the Mount of Olives because he just had a really intense time. And when you look at the, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they give us a complete picture of this. He had just had this encounter with the scribes and Pharisees where he said, woe to you, scribes Pharisees, you hypocrite. He comes out of the temple. One of the disciples that says something to him, hey, masters, look at these, these. These buildings look great, don't they? And Jesus says, you know, don't you know these things, they're going to be torn down. They're going to be left one stone upon the other. Well, they were thinking about this and thinking about other things that Jesus was apparently saying because Peter, James, and John, and Andrew came to Jesus and said, hey, tell us when these things are going to be. And what will be the sign of of your coming again and of the end of the age? And so Jesus starts firing off this stuff. In Matthew, it goes on for two chapters of red letters. In Mark, it's the 13th chapter, Mark. And the first thing he says is, see to it that no one misleads you. There's going to be people who will come in my name. Some will act like that they're actually Messiahs. Some will come in my name saying they actually believe in me, but they don't. And they're going to try to mislead you. See to it that you're not misled. That's really important. You have a role and responsibility. He also said, see to it that you're not frightened. When you hear about wars and rumors of wars, when you hear about ethnic groups rising up against each other, when you hear about nations fighting against nations, when you hear about earthquakes, when you hear about famines, see to it that you're not frightened. So we have directed commands and instructions from Jesus himself to see to it that you're not misled, See to it that you're not frightened. And then he comes along and says, see to it that you be on your guard. Be on guard because they're going to deliver you. They're going to deliver you over to the religious courts. They're going to deliver you over to the political courts. But what's going to happen is this is going to give you an opportunity to proclaim the gospel. So don't worry about what you're going to say at that time. I will give you what to say. When you open your mouth to speak, it will be the Holy Spirit that will speak through you. But he says, I want you to know something. It's going to be a really intense time to such a degree that brothers will betray brothers, children will betray parents, parents will betray children. And there's going to come a time which Jesus called the great tribulation. He says, when you see this abomination of desolation that's spoken of by the prophet Daniel, then those who are Judea, you need to get out of town now because this tribulation is unlike anything that has ever happened before or that will happen thereafter. And then he says, For the sake of the elect, the Lord will shorten those days. It will still take place. There will still be a great tribulation, but those days will be shortened for the sake of the elect that the Lord has chosen. And we find out by reading this that he uh, shortens those days by taking them out. That's what we call the rapture. And that's going to take place. The sun, moon, and stars are going to turn dark. Okay? Stars will fall from the heavens, as they describe. And a lot of times we in the Western world and our society have a hard time wrapping our mind around that. How can that be? I'm, I'm suggesting to us that perhaps what we think to be the proper understanding of the sun and the moon and the stars is in error. As a matter of fact, I know it is. But again, another subject for another time, right? And Jesus says, it's at that time that they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and great glory. And that's when the Lord is going to send forth his angels and gather together his alay. From the farthest end of the earth and to the farthest end of heaven. And then in our last episode, we saw where Jesus gave a parable talking about this, the parable of the fig tree, how you know uh, when it's... uh, Uh, limb becomes tender, his branch becomes tender, that summer is about to come near. Well, Jesus continues and he gives another parable and he says this. Oh, at the end of that parable, by the way, uh, the big thing that Jesus was driving home is take heed and keep on the alert because you don't know when the appointed time is. Well, now Jesus gives another parable uh, with that same idea. Verse 34 he says this. It's like a man away on a journey who upon leaving his house and put in his slave in charge, assigned to each one his task, also commanded the doorkeeper to stay on the alert. So Jesus is saying, okay, it's like when a guy leaves, he gives everybody their assignment, all the workers, all the slaves, and the doorkeeper, he's telling the doorkeeper, stay alert. So Jesus is emphasizing that stay alert thing. He's focusing upon the doorkeeper. What does the doorkeeper do? He keeps the door, he watches over what comes in, watches over what goes out. Verse 35 therefore, Jesus says, be on the alert. So he says this over and over and over. As a matter of fact, he says in uh, verse 33, he says in verse 34, says in verse 35, says it a couple times before all that. Be on the alert. Why? Jesus speaking. For you do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening, at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, in case he should come suddenly And find you asleep. Then, the last verse, the 13th chapter of Mark, Jesus continues and says, This, what I say to you, I say to all, be on the alert. So, Jesus is speaking at least to these four guys that asked the question, right? And initially it says that they asked him privately, so the idea being that they you know, were there with him on the mount. Were the other disciples around them within earshot? I'm thinking likely, probably. But now we know by this last verse, he says, what I say to you, I say to all. So I'm saying this to everybody. And then we see uh, from John 17 where Jesus, in his high priestly prayer, where he's praying, and he's saying, I've given uh, these words to these apostles and all who believe because of what they say, who will listen to what they say, that it actually uh, transfers to us, for lack of a better term. He's saying this to them. He's saying it to us. Be on the alert. Well, be on the alert for what? Well, the, the pitch right here is being on the alert for the Son of Man to return, the Son of Man coming in the clouds. And so when all this stuff is happening, all these things are going out, and the world is sitting there, and a lot of the people who profess to be believers are going to be panicking, you need to be on the alert and be aware, aggressively waiting the return of the Son of Man. Again, over in Luke 21, it says when you see all this stuff happen, the sun, moon, and stars, all that stuff happening, the things happening within what we can see, the visible heavenly realms right there, he says, when it all goes dark, that's when you lift up your head because your redemption draweth nigh. Lift up your head. The idea right there in that picture is that, that, that you're actually sort of laying low right here. You're sort of crouching down. You're sort of waiting. At that point in time, you know that redemption is right there. And I think that's one reason he uses the picture of this doorkeeper. The door is being open here, so stay on the alert. But in the midst of everything that he said, in answering all these questions right here, be on the alert. Be on alert to see to it that no one misleads you, okay? Be on the alert to see to it that you're not frightened. Be on the alert to see to it that you're on your guard, okay, that you know what's happening. You're not walking in a spirit of fear, not at all. You're not walking in anxiety. No, the Lord says not to do that. But you're walking in his power, and you're walking in the alertness, okay, in the alertness of the spirit, and to take heed. Remember what he said in verse 23. Jesus says, I've told you everything in advance. He's told us everything we need to know. Now we just simply need to appropriate it. And one of the primary ways we appropriate is what he says in verse 33 and what he says at the end of it to take heed, give special attention, keep on the alert, be on the alert. Do you think that Jesus wants us to be on the alert? I do but not in the sense that man would do within the solar realm or his own physical realm or the way that the world would do. To be on the alert within the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit is an entirely different thing, which I think we are just beginning to explore and experience. Well, again, I'm Dale. Hey, I thank you so much for your time. Uh, if the Lord moves upon your heart to help support these times, I thank you so much. Just go to my website haven't been able to update my website in about six weeks. I've got some kind of problem, and nobody can figure it out. So maybe I'll have to do something different in April. But if you go there, you'll see a Patreon link, okay? And if you're uh, accessing this podcast from Podbean, you should be able to see a link there, too. And if the Lord moves among your heart to help, hallelujah, it would be so appreciated. I'll see you all next time, okay?